Yeah. How you feeling today, Al? A little sore. From? Went back out there again. You did? Yeah, I did. How'd it, it was it? I'm not sore from that. I also went to the gym. I mean, I'm just, You're you like know, a yeah, Iron no, Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just... Pickleball, gym sessions. Let me do a set of push-ups right now. Did you run to work today? <laughs> Ride your bike into the office? All right, but the way you play... Because of pickleball... You can get sore just based off of your left and right, and just notice like, just there's no little judgment things. in my face at all. None, <laughs> not not a, not an ounce. All right, so here's what happened. I, I told Lady Slee, I'm like, I told her this a couple days ago. I'm like, hey, you want to play one of these days? It's it's close by, and she's like, sure, yeah, I want to play. So I asked Berg yesterday, but we weren't sure if we we're going to play yesterday. I said, Berg, hey, can I use one of your paddles? I want to go to Target and go buy another paddle here. I mean, I, I don't need another paddle. I, I, I envision you like six months down the road, your like entire garage is filled with pickleball I know. equipment. I know. <laughs> I know. So there I am with a corporate Greg paddle down at the uh, down at Pasadena. But we went and played, and her and I only played one game just so she could kind of get. Is she athletic? Uh, she is, but most of the stuff she does is like Pilates and stuff like okay. that. So she's not she's not out there sprinting left yeah. and right. I, I'm is not she either. A, did she play softball or tennis or anything? She as played a, a little bit of tennis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she played soccer too. Okay. So there's your. So she's got. Some so she's got. Back, yeah. Huh? She's got. So she's she's in the ball back and forth. And then she's like, "All right, I think I'm done." I really hope this story ends with her kicking your ass in pickleball. <laughs> I beat her. <laughs> You know, and it wasn't because I beat her because I know what the hell I'm doing. It's because it's the first time she's ever played. I'm sure. just sending the ball back and forth. But anyways, she's done. So now it's the, I don't think it's like this at your court where you put your paddles there. And if there's two, now there's yep. two more open, whatever yep. it is. So there was three. They're waiting for one. Bam, I put mine. Now I'm playing with three strangers. We lost 13-11. You just, this is terrific. I love this, that you have got the bug to the point where you're just throwing your paddle into the mix, yeah. playing with strangers. Did Are you getting better? Getting better. Good. Yeah, I'm getting better. I, I, I Still got a lot to learn. Scoring, forget about it. Done. Really? Easy. No, no, no. Easy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, All the, really surprised. The problem on that, fine. no. Yeah, once Scoring you know it, is, you're you know. fine. Um, Did you stay out of the kitchen? Stayed out of the kitchen for the most part. It's just kind of learning when to come up, when to go back. And pretty much the guy that I was playing with, older guy, obviously knew what he was doing. Pretty much he's like, go up to the net. You got to go up to the net. Go up to the go up right in front of that line of the kitchen. Yep, that seems to be the trick. So it's actually kind of helpful to play with people that have played because I haven't done that. All I've played so far is with Jorge, DeAndre. Uh, Who? I don't know that guy. DeAndre, you and him are, don't have the best relationship right now. <laughs> Never heard of him. But played another full game, and then today I'm going to play again, and then you and I are going to play on Monday. This is kind of getting ridiculous. This <laughs> is a lot of pickleball. Headbands, goggles, knee pads, I like the whole thing. You're going to be like Jim Carrey in The Cable Guy when he shows up to play pickup basketball. You're going to have the entire gear ready to go. I'm excited. If I like- it's the same people that were there yesterday, now I'm going to get a little. It's going to get guys, a little awkward. You guys are going to trade numbers. Like, hey, you just want to make it a kind of a standing thing on Wednesdays at like four o'clock. We'll just come on. I'll come out here and play a little bit. I will tell you. I'll this. text you. I'll text you the time. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, there's some ringers out there. Of course there are. There's some ringers out there. And the, you know the beauty with the sport is age really kind of doesn't matter. I think you're right. To an extent. I, I think you're right. But I could see young 25-year-olds getting ran by 55-year-olds. No no question about it. I see that the entire time yesterday. The good thing is when we go play, because now that's the first time I played around that 2 o'clock-ish, yep. we're good. good. There's not going to be no waiting, nothing. I'm looking forward to playing. Uh, uh, I got Michael's got a game today, so I'm going to have to miss it today. Michael had a game yesterday, did not 
did not go great. So hopefully today is a is a better uh, result for the Dolphins. But uh, we'll see. You never know. Hopefully today's their day. How loud were you shouting from the pretty quiet from the bench? No, I, 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 I I'm pretty quiet. quiet. I, I, occasionally, I will see something that uh, makes yeah. me react, but it's in the moment. Like if I see. A balk, or if I see like a, a really awesome. out of all of them, a balk. Well, no, but it, it's one of those things that when you, as a baseball, like a natural reaction, as a baseball person, when you see it, your reaction is to yell, "That's a balk!" Right? <laughs> like it just is because it, it's they're subtle, but if you know what you're looking at, it's very, very obvious. And there was one yesterday, and odd, oddly, I yelled it out for our team. It's just my my brain just kicked in, and I think I didn't yell it very loudly, but I went, "That's a balk." And it was, didn't get called, but it was. I felt pretty good about it. Uh, and then there's the egregious call where you'll go, oh, God. And then Susan will give me a little elbow. It's like, will you be quiet? Well, I love that because that's such a baseball person. Yeah. You're not complaining about, come on, that's right down the middle. No. You're not complaining about, are you kidding me? I saw the chalk come up. That's a, fa- <laughs> you know, that's a no. fair ball. Right. <laughs> this guy said, that's a ball. <laughs> it is. It bothered me. He was on the rubber, and he's standing there. His foot is—he's on the rubber. There's the runners have taken their lead. Yeah, and he takes—he's a right-handed pitcher, and he takes—he's got the ball in his hand, and he—he he wanted the catcher to re-give the signal, and he turns around to the and he—he he just looks at the catcher and goes like this with the ball. That's a balk. That the umpire didn't know it bothered me. It's like that, that, come on. Can man. I give you the equivalent? The equivalent is. One day I got when I got uh, um, when I got my kid playing some basketball, I'm going to yell, "That's illegal defense!" Yes, I, that, that's what it's going to be. And ninety percent of the people there are going to be like, "What they're, do you mean it's illegal defense?" Well, here's what it is: if you're three seconds and within arm's length, I just love that. I love that it was there, the balk. There was a game when I drove to Elsinore, same situation. There's left-handed pitcher. I've never seen a worse balk ever in my life. Okay, he basically was doing jumping jacks on the mound. It was it was egregious, and I just I yelled out. I'm like, that's not even close, I, you know. And and one of the mothers on our team turned around and looked at me and she's like, I've never heard you say anything before. Like what what happened? Like because she didn't know what it was. I'm like, I'm sorry. She goes, No, no, I just have never heard you say anything before. That was that was a new one for me, and I said it kind of loud. Okay, so you've gone through Bobby, yeah, Kelly. And now Michael, mm-hmm. all of them played sports. Yeah, I, I'm, and I could see you, your personality. You're not going to make too much noise. I can only imagine through all three of your kids, the type of parents from when you, you get a, you get a little bit of everything. Susan yells at referees in volleyball. What she said? She, she, she that's a that's a double. That's that's a two two. You can't do touch touch. She's under the net. She's yelling at him the whole time. Do you have time. to give her the... I, there, there's one where I, I I don't give her the elbow. I just very quietly put my hand on her knee and kind of like squeeze it a little bit like you're being kind of loud, right? There's one where... She, She's like, don't touch me. The ref, Kelly's a setter. They called Kelly for a, a, a double, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, where the ball hits your hand yep. twice and, and Susan did not like... And, she, and it was during COVID. So there were only a oh, so handful yeah. of people in the gym. And she hear everything. She, and you hear everything. And she goes, what? No! And and Kelly turns to look, and she sees my hand go to Susan's leg to like kind of give her a little squeeze, and Kelly starts laughing on the court. 
like mom take it easy and she thought it was funny that i was trying to that whole that whole bit. parents thing it's awesome and i don't know enough about it right but the whole <laughs> parents watching their kids play i mean it just i imagine through all your kids you've seen some crazy parents that hallucinate basketball parents are the worst they're, yeah. they're the most vocal. They're they're traveling foul. What are you doing? You're uh-huh. you know that whole thing. Baseball parents are probably a close second. They mm. then then everything else like track. What are you going to yell? He no. The, you shaved a it's tenth nothing. of a second off of his time. Nothing. There's nothing to yell in track. Nothing to yell. Soccer. You know it's just soccer. I did so. swimming. There's not really a lot of debate right. there. You either <laughs> you touch the wall when you touch the wall. Yeah. Your time. There's is only your like time. DQs because you can get disqualified for certain things, and that's where parents <laughs> can get mad about stuff. But it, it's a lot of parents that like so at swimming there's. Parents will like yell, whistle super loud every time their their swimmer like brings their head up so like they hear it. That's the most annoying part. It's like like, the Vandy Whistler college baseball. Just love that's a balk. I like you screaming at the referee during our pickleball tournament, which is coming up on March 18th, a week from Saturday, 10 to 4, Agape Pickleball Center at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Reserve seating is available. You can register for that at ESPNLA.com. The event is open to the general public. Come on out. Hang out with us. You can have a drink. We can talk about whatever it is we want to talk about. Get to know each other a little bit. It'll be awesome. Thanks to Bud Light Ultra, or excuse me, Bud Light Seltzer, Michelob Ultra and Pizza Hut. Of course, we'll have all the TVs to watch the games. There's food. There's drink. There's a DJ. There's a kid zone. You'll have a great time. Come on out. Hang out with us March 18th, 10 to 4 at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Getting three runs in over the course Dude, of one week. Here's the thing. I went yesterday. I'm going today. And then you and I are going to go again on Monday. And that's not counting if I get an itch on Saturday when the Lakers don't have a game and decide to jog over to the <laughs> courts. on out there? So here's the thing. When we played softball, you and I were on opposite teams, but I knew I was going to hold my own in softball. I, I didn't think I would hit much, but I can play catch. I can feel the ground ball. I wasn't going to embarrass myself in softball. I was going to be fine. You're going to have to do the heavy lifting with pickleball. I am really limited in what I'm going to bring to team Nick uh, Thick Van Exel. So Thick, just, Thick Van Exel is going to be a one-man show. So just so you understand, it's basically like – Yesterday was the second time I've ever played, and what you just said about me having to carry the team, I I love that the second time I've ever played, it's like, you're good now. But you, I think, are going to be able to cover more court, you're going to be quicker, you're going to be all of those things, you're going to have to do the lion's share of the work. I mm -hmm. I don't want there to be any surprises when we get there, and you're like, Trav, you're not doing anything. I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing anything. Okay, If it's hit to me, I will hit it back. Beyond that, you're kind of on your own. That's where Fair. I check out. Fair. Okay? You're, look, you're younger than I am. You're in better shape than I am. You've played about the same amount of pickleball as I have getting right close. now. <laughs> it's getting close. So I, uh, I have high expectations for you along the way. I've got a theory, Slee. Okay. That it, do, do we agree that the universe, when it, you know, good breaks and bad breaks, they kind of even out over the course of time, that you're going to get as many good ones as bad ones? Yes. Okay. It might look like it's oh my gosh the 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 rain is pouring right now and then another day you walk outside it's beautiful and sunny. You're gonna get a lot of good ones. You're yep. gonna get a lot of bad ones. And the Lakers might finally be on the right side of some of this stuff. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So you got me all fired up again. We were talking about it during the break. That's awesome. That's great. Can't do that. I'd like to. Re- I'd like to point you out. You stood again. up. It was again. My, Michael's said, team. There's a guy on second committed and third. Committed the infraction, and you were became the pitcher. You yes. did the whole thing. First was- and second, not second and third. <laughs> <laughs> I had two runners in scoring position, I, I, and I didn't yell it out fully. It was like I, I choked it off halfway down because I realized it was Michael's team. I went, just, and I turned to Susan. I'm like, it was a buck. How, how did they miss that? Like. You, like does that guy not know uh, the rules? Here's here's my objection, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. You've, you've now you've aggravated me <laughs> without trying to do it. You're done. I don't like officials, referees, umpires, wh- whatever, linesmen who don't know the rules. I'm okay with making a mistake. You call a pitch that's off the plate of ball, it's gonna happen a bunch. It's fine. Yeah. You call a guy safe that's actually out, it's gonna happen. A ball that's fair, that's foul, it's gonna happen. You gotta know the blanking rules. <laughs> You can't, like in basketball, if a guy just, basket get made, guy takes it out of bounds. If he just starts dribbling the ball up the court, you can't do that. You have to inbound the ball to the other guy on your team. And if it happens, you just go, eh, you got to know the rules. And that's box. And it bothers me. And it's never going to not bother me. Do you know where this just got me in Big Lebowski, where Walter says, this isn't nom. There are rules. <laughs> this is bowling. There are rules. There are rules. Right? Imagine if when you're, you're bowling, over the line. you go over the line and everybody just goes, eh. There's a rule. You got to follow the rules. That's Walter, the let it go. That it goes. I, I I probably should. I just can't. You know, they're, no, they're, no, don't let it go. I, I'm fully aware that it's ridiculous. I, I know that these this is a ridiculous reaction to something that in the grand scheme of yeah, things doesn't matter. You know how you say this. You know how you say something. You're like, that's perfectly on brand. Yes. That is perfectly on brand. That is yeah, perfectly on brand right there. <laughs> I like I like people to know the rules. Or don't be an umpire. Right? Like I, I understand you're getting your seventy five dollars a game or whatever it is. I understand that there's a financial incentive. Can we just flip through that book before you walk out there and put on the mask? You even is that gave too me much to ask? you even said No, it's just uh, if a guy's inbounding the ball, you can't just walk <laughs> on the floor. You right? can't do that. Would that if you're watching that you saw it, you'd be like, Well, they can't do that. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. Yeah. But that one's more blatant. Yours is no, it's not. It's yours, exactly the same thing. That is as blatant. Yeah, but what if I'm you saying, know the rules. What I'm saying, it's just as blatant. The ins, it's a little bit more inside baseball Ugh. than somebody just walking right on. That's great. I mean, the, your reaction to that. Why not I just even give get to four that. points for a free throw? Oh, Let's just I make it up why. as we go along. I see we got to that. We kept saying that Pickleball. parents get angry. Yeah, they do. They 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 get a little worked up. Kevin Durant turned his ankle yesterday during pregame. Just kind of doing an individual workout, yeah, and like there is a video a out there. And he mm-hmm. he went up for like a layup or a short shot, and landed weird and and twisted his ankle. The Suns fear it may be severe enough to keep him out for the remainder of the regular season. Uh, that it may keep him out for the early part of the playoffs. It sucks that one of the best players in the league is going to miss time. But look, there are the effects of that are. The very best player in the Western Conference, arguably, mm-hmm. is now going to be unavailable for a team that was probably maybe not the the favorite favorite as far as number one seed. I don't think anybody was dying to play the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, and now they might not have to. 
the Lakers have had nothing but bad luck, seemingly, on the health front for a couple of years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Bad luck personnel, bad luck with injuries. Now Luca has a thigh thing that he says is something. KD twists his ankle yesterday during the warm-ups. You'd like everybody to be healthy, but if they're not, these particular injuries could be incredibly beneficial to the Lakers. So let, let me just kind of explain the Western Conference. Before KD got traded to the Phoenix Suns, there was a lot of excitement in the West because you're like, I don't know who's going to come out. You got... You got six, seven teams that could come out of the Western Conference. Then KD got traded to Phoenix, and it was like, all right, well, looks like everything's going to go through the Phoenix Suns. So I don't think you're being dramatic when you say that this KD, which I did not realize was that bad. I saw it yesterday, too. Didn't end up playing in the game. He actually even dunked, after, maybe trying to convince himself that he was okay, that he was fine. Um, I guess it's just going to come down to if it's a grade two ankle sprain. Yep. This is uh, Greg Moore of the Arizona Republic. Four to six weeks if it is diagnosed yeah. as a grade two, um, according to that particular reporter. And and you got to be extra cautious because I think, did we mention this yesterday? Mm. Kevin Durant is is really oddly unique in the sense that he can just show up after extended absences and look like he played the day before. Yeah, you mentioned that yesterday. Right, that he, he's oddly just, is he back? Yeah, okay, it just looks like he's been here There's forever. There's 31. And not only... With different teammates. That, that's exactly it. It's not just the 31. It's, yeah, I've never played with you before, but it seems like we've been playing together for five years. Like, he's incredibly malleable. He mm-hmm. just he fits in right away, and he's awesome. So, if you're the Suns... Wouldn't you be because look if if I'm Phoenix, if I'm the two, I don't care. If I'm the seven, I don't. I Mm-mm. don't care. I just need to be. And they're not going to fall out of the top six because you still have Booker, you still have Paul, yeah. you still have Aiden. They're, they're they should be able to hold you in the top for six. sure. So they're not going to fall out to where hey, one bad night and we're knocked out. Aren't you going to be remarkably cautious with him? And now all of a sudden the Lakers and 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 not just the Lakers but the West of the the West of the West the rest of the West feels like what felt inevitable that you you're going to have to go through the Suns at some point feels far more manageable because Denver for the Lakers LeBron James comes back against the Denver Nuggets in a seven game series are they the favorites no can they win yeah mm-hmm. they they can so if the Suns are out if somebody gets them if Katie's unavailable whether it's the Lakers or anybody else. The whole thing opens up like a clam at that point. It's not. It's not the. It's not KD with the Golden State Warriors. It's not that where it was like, okay, this is just a matter of time. They're going to win the NBA championship. But if you said pick one team out of the Western Conference and KD is there, I think a lot of teams are going to pick Phoenix. So I think the point that you're trying to make is ultimately what this does is before KD got traded to the Suns, it was a wide open field. It's back to a wide open field until he comes back. And even when he comes back, how many games has he played with the Suns? Three, like four three games. Or four, yeah. That was going to be his home opener. That was the first yeah, game that yeah. they were going to play where he was actually on the floor. He's been there for other games, but he wasn't playing yet. He was still coming back from his injury. Um, it's fascinating. Listen, I, I, I think, are there question marks? Sacramento Kings haven't made the playoffs since 2006, so none of these guys have this great experience you could say oh well mike Just brown harrison barnes, right? harrison barnes and, you could say that harrison barnes and, and how long ago was that right that was and he wasn't carrying the load like no. steph curry or LeBron no. James. okay so sacramento doesn't have the experience right. 
The Memphis Grizzlies are a little bit all over the place. You think? Okay, so let, let's... By the way, you see they say Jaw's going to miss at least four more games? So at least four more, but I think it's going to go to where... It might. It, it, it I, might. I have a feeling that there won't be enough evidence, and they'll and maybe it is just kind of left alone. Memphis, I don't think anybody... We don't know what the Memphis Grizzlies are. Kind of go down the list. Golden State's been incredibly inconsistent. The Clippers, incredibly inconsistent. The Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns has to be there. Dallas, you mentioned Luka, and since that Luka-Kyrie trade... I don't know what, what they're going to get every single night, right? It, it keep, New Orleans, are they going to get uh, Zion back? How many question marks does every team have? By the way, Lakers are the same thing. Is Braun coming back? Is he not coming back? There's The, the Lakers, you could at least make a case. Go look at their last 10. Yeah. They're at least playing some good basketball right now. I, look, I the Lakers have questions, no doubt about it. But their questions seem more answerable than some of these other teams. That To your point, they've won seven of their last 10 games. I'm kidding. Anthony Davis. Everybody, everybody has, hit. Yeah, everybody. If you driving been, right now, hit. <laughs> hit your dashboard. <laughs> yes. Anthony Davis has been terrific. Terri- not good, not not great. Terrific. Terrific, right? yeah. And hopefully he continues to be. Their supporting cast is capable, which is, I think, what everybody's supporting cast is, right? Is capable. That's what you want. D'Angelo, they were not capable. No, they weren't. Before the trade they, deadline. They weren't. They are now capable. They are now. D'Angelo Russell, when he comes back, hopefully sooner than later, is a good NBA player. Not a great one. He's a good NBA player, right? He'll he'll knock down some threes. He can get hot. He can carry you for a quarter or whatever it is. He's not a star. He's also not a role player. The, he is in he's between. In the yep. they're, they're the answers to everybody's questions. The Lakers, and again, 90% of this is predicated on LeBron coming back and being ready to go. But we were talking about, look, if they can stay in it, maybe he can kind of muscle through it. Well, he needs to probably start thinking about muscling through it, mm-hmm. right? Because they're going to be in it, and not just in it. Denver Nuggets are the number one seed. Is anybody just saying, just put them in the finals? No. No, nobody is. Nobody is. They, good team, but nobody's saying team. what you just said. But it's not, like, when you look at the East, the East is going to be Boston, Philly, or Milwaukee, right? It's going to be one of those three teams, and probably... Boston or Milwaukee. Yeah, that's your Eastern Conference. You, do, do you agree with that? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I don't know what the West is going to look mm-hmm. like. You could of this the eight nine teams in the mix. Nuggets are probably the most likely, but they're not an automatic. Mm-hmm. The Suns with Kevin Durant, close to an automatic. The rest of it, it's wide open. Uh, so that that's the you know you you mentioned something about Braun might need to be preparing to come back. Remember what was it last week? They said they're going to reevaluate him in three weeks. I. I Let's put it this way. If Braun's not able to come back in the regular season, and let's say the Lakers are in the hunt, and he's not able to come back in the regular season, that means Braun literally has an injury that it's... it's, uh, it's, He's hurt. The guy plays through a lot of you-know-what. Yep. Okay? So, um, But if he's able to come back, and let's say he's 80% of LeBron James, that's a problem for a lot of teams. That's a that, now all of a sudden an eighty percent LeBron James going into the playing tournament. Anthony Davis kind of being the um, the the foundation you could call everything kind of run through. They haven't had D'Angelo got traded to the Lakers. He's played in I think three games so far, mm-hmm. so he hasn't even been there. And they still have kind of found a way to beat the Warriors. By the way, three times in the course of three weeks they beat the Warriors. I know Steph wasn't there for two. Um, they beat a lot of teams that were in front of them, hanging around them. That's impressive. You know I believe in the gods. I, I believe that every sport has their set of gods. There's pickleball gods, by the way. Do you know why I know you believe in the gods? Because mm. you still believe in them, even after yeah. the Astros I, won again. I, I believe in them, and sometimes they're vengeful. And it, every once in a while, 
They're magnanimous. I do believe that they like to keep an even ledger. I do believe that they're going to give you a few and they're going to take away the exact same amount. Okay? Now, you got to look at it over the long haul. The Lakers have had some really bad luck. And I, I'm not even doing a bit here. I really believe that they're due for some good luck. Mm-hmm. They've been, they've been. Anthony Davis has had health issues. LeBron has had health issues. The Russell Westbrook thing doesn't work. Like, there's a lot of things. Going, it doesn't usually it, just keep going. Bad. It just you don't you don't make 50 mistakes in a row. Some yeah. of them are going to work out, and it feels like it's time for some of this stuff to work out. The trade deadline kind of worked out. Yeah, Anthony Davis kind of working out. LeBron James scheduled to come back at, at some point towards the end of the season. That's a good break. Some of the other top contenders losing some of their most important like these the, the breaks are starting to even out a little bit and they don't need a ton of breaks to be right back in the mix. They just need a couple and they're getting them. Well, and if if Bron were in a perfect world, Bron feels good in a couple weeks. Okay. Even if it's 3 weeks from today and there's only 1 week left in the NBA regular season hypothetically. And he feels good when he comes back. Bron will have had a month off to just kind of get his body right for the best part, right? Like that. That's that's. Ne- When's the last time that's happened to Bron? The bubble in his career. Yeah, the bubble. The bubble. He was pretty good in the bubble. Yep. <laughs> he was. He, that's the that, last time yeah, it happened. That, that's the last time that it happened. Worked out. Maybe <laughs> this would be what would be ideal. He's carried so much during yeah. the regular season oh. that the fact that. He could potentially have this. I mean, it's not ideal. I'm sure he wishes he was out there, but just for his body to recuperate for a second. Adam Silver and people that hate this will will want to put their head through the desk. Fact of the matter is, the ideal scenario, not for the league, not for TV, not for companies like TNT and ESPN. The ideal scenario is for the Lakers to be good enough to shut LeBron James and Anthony Davis down for a period of time. So when it comes playoff time, you smash the ready gas. To go. Yeah. That you're ready to go. Now the Lakers don't have the luxury right that because they got off to the bad start that they did. But I'm telling you, if you believe in the gods and you believe in you know for every line drive you hit at the shortstop, you get a little bleeder over yeah. the second baseman's head. They're due for a couple of bleeders over the second baseman's head, and it's starting to happen. It's exciting. Let's it all really do. A, let's all do a quick our father. <laughs> My guys don't respond to that. Mine more is just ignore them and hope that they give you a few along the way. Uh, some interesting Rams news that just uh, got tweeted about. I've heard whispers, little rumblings, and now it's starting to bumble up a little bit. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, unfortunately, I will not be here tomorrow to. Uh, You're going to Catalina, right? I'm going to Catalina tomorrow. 14, 
That's see your buffalo. Uh, can't, yeah, can't see my wait. buffalo. <laughs> we have a great time out there. There, it's you to and Taylor hold it down. <laughs> You're going to Catalina too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't told her. <laughs> but You're actually staying in the hotel with us too, right? Yeah, yeah. Grabbing the couch. Why <laughs> not a couch in the hotel? Why not? Uh, yeah, uh, but it's supposed to rain tomorrow, which sucks too. But um, but since I won't be here tomorrow. I want to kind of do my little Oscar spiel throughout the, the show today. So the Oscars are on Sunday. They're going to start at 5 p.m. on the Pacific time on ABC. So if you're watching it, you can watch there. But I think it might be funny if we all give our predictions for who might win these big categories. And I know you guys are super big cinephiles. You've seen everything on the list. You, you know everybody back and forward. So we're going to start off with the Best Supporting Actress nomination, no, nominees. Wow, that's easy. So they are Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Anna Sharon, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Stephanie Hsu also for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Hung Chow for The Whale. So I'm going to start with Taylor. Who do you think is going to win this category? Oh, this is this is easy. Uh, Stephanie Hsu. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> all right, Trav. Um, I don't know. You guys probably. I I was barely alive when this happened, but Steve Garvey was nominated uh, to become the starting first baseman for the National League at the All Star Game in 1974, despite not appearing on the ballot. What? Wasn't on the ballot. It's it literally a right, a literal writing campaign. So you going Steve Garvey on this one? I, I am going Jennifer <laughs> Conley to win Best Supporting Actor or Actress, I should say, uh, for her role in Top Gun Maverick. So you're writing right. that one in, right? I, I like I'm assuming it. everybody is. I thought you were going to say like Jennifer Fisher, uh, Jenna Fisher for something. Uh, was she, she in anything? If she is, she I'd like to reconsider my vote. <laughs> I don't think but she if she's not, I stick with Jennifer Conley. All right, Al. So just to. Just so we both don't take the same person, because I was also Stephanie as well, Taylor, on this one. Go for it. But so you're same as Copy no, I'm, me. I'm, I'm going to go Jamie Lee Curtis. In. I'm going to go Jamie Lee Curtis on that one. Okay. Um, of course, everything, everywhere, all at once. By the way, badass movie. I mean, I know. You've seen I, it? Yeah. Remember, I, I think I told you this a while back. Oh, yeah. Probably. Fantastic movie. Um, and I'm not kidding when I say that. It's a really, really good movie. Best I don't think either years. of them will watch it, but <laughs> I'll go with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, so everything ever all at once, I've seen it uh, six times. I have seen that movie six times. I'll watch it with anybody who wants to watch it. I love that movie so much, and it's you know it's how I choose There's to spend my time, guys. a special screening in Catalina. <laughs> That's why she's going to. Don't worry. My friend who I'm going there with, I made her watch it, so it's fine. Uh, wait, wait, real quick, before we move on, how do you make somebody watch okay, something? Okay, so I asked her what, them. what movie Clockwork she wanted. Orange, man. I asked her what movie she wanted to watch, and she said, "Uh, I haven't seen XYZ movies. And I was like, why don't we watch everything all at once, because you haven't seen it yet, and then we watched it. So I guess I didn't make her watch it. You suggested it. she Good movie. I could watch it for a second time, because there's a lot going on. It's really dense. Yeah, but not three, four, five, and six. (laughs) And she's not done. You don't think she's going to get a couple more in her by the time this year is over? (laughs) I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... (laughs) No matter how much I love that movie, I do think... So, also, I was Jamie Lee Curtis for Halloween, that character in Everything I Wrote Once for Halloween. But I think that her and Stephanie Hsu will split the vote, because they're in the same movie. And I think that mm. Banshees of Anna Sharon is a movie that everyone loves, like all the critics love. And it probably won't win anywhere else. So, my guess is that Carrie Condon from Banshees of Anna Sharon is going to win Best Supporting Actress. And it's going to be a big upset, because Angela Bassett has been winning at all the circuits. And it's kind of like, you know, it would be more of a career move for her. So anyway, that's my uh, prediction. Taylor, you didn't break it down like that. <laughs> <laughs> Broke it down a little bit deeper. How did you expect? 
I haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll sprinkle in some more throughout the show. I literally have seen none of, the, not a single one of the Best Picture um, nominees I've seen. With the, Top, Gun, Top, right? Gun, Top yeah, Gun. Top Gun. Top, Top Gun is the one. The rest of them, like, if you would have gone and down the list. Lethal Weapon too. I, I'm trying to, I knew of Elvis's <laughs> existence. I knew of the Fableman's existence. The rest of, the, and uh, the Blue Guys in the Ocean movie. Avatar 2, The that, Wave Water. That one. <laughs> um, I knew those existed, so I would have gotten like, is this a real movie or not? If you would have said to me, Trav, uh, Triangle of Sadness, real or no? Uh, mm. uh, that would have been a good no. I have no idea. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually that's not a, a bad game, right that's, there. That's uh, I just we just it. make this up. <laughs> because, now, well, yeah, you see I, one of my favorite things ever. This was when the uh, Milwaukee Bucks were not a particularly good team, and I remember I wasn't even working at the station here, but I remember listening to Mason in Ireland, and John did a game uh, that was Buck or Duck. Is this player on the Milwaukee Bucks or the Anaheim Ducks? Ooh, and it was great. That's it good. It was great. And it was, you hear these names like, I have no idea. And so you can't take something like the super Eastern. Yeah. Well, I guess you kind of can because there's Eastern Europeans in the NBA too. But it was, I'm like, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Ilgoskis. <laughs> it could go either go way, back. right? Go right? But this will probably be like the March Madness thing where I too, know way too much about this and I'm going to get them all wrong. Overanalyze, <laughs> right? ESPN LA, don't forget, speaking of the college basketball tournament, ESPN LA is taking over Yamava Resort and Casino's latest amenity, the 909 Sports Bar for a tournament tip-off watch party. Broadcasting live starting at 10 a.m. That's us, Slee. 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. You and me. Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap, March 16th. So come on out to the Yamava Consort, uh, Resort and Casino. We got wall-to-wall -wall LEDs, 150-plus screens, 32 craft beers. It's the perfect place to watch all the college basketball action. Plus, we'll be giving away prizes, autographed memorabilia. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. Fun day. Should be good. It's going to be a we fun day. We haven't done a remote in a long time. We haven't either. done a remote in a while, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday. It's not too often where we're doing our show, and there's a packed live sports going on that will actually happen an hour before we even come on so it's gonna be great all right so earlier today michael lombardi um who is an nfl insider shall we say yeah former gm former gm uh was on with pat mcafee and had this to say about matthew stafford and the la rams oh matt stafford's fully available for matt stafford they're trying to they would love to trade they could they can't do it because he's got 57 million guaranteed hold on though there's a lot of play. do we know he's yeah. playing do we know he's playing we're 100 percent sure he's playing well he says he is playing but okay. you know, huh? you know he's, but but pat his contract he's got 20 i think 26 million of an option bonus on the third day of the league year and he's got 31 million in paragraph five on the third day of the league year all of that is guaranteed okay so he's let's let's simplify the rams according to michael lombardi would like to move on from matthew stafford but it's very difficult to do because he's very expensive right i think this is maybe the the the, the linchpin of what we're talking about when it comes to the rams because mm -hmm. what it's as simple as this. I talked about this on my pod, Slee. What do the Rams want to do this year? Do, do they want to just basically kind of, hey, listen, we had some really bad luck talking about you know the breaks kind of even out. We're due to get some good ones coming back, and we'll draft accordingly. We'll maybe make some trades in free agency, but we're just going to try to be very competitive in 2023. Or if the right opportunity presents itself to move on from – a big-name player. Maybe it's Matthew Stafford. Maybe it's Aaron Donald. Maybe it's Cooper. Who, who knows, right? Just big-name player. Jalen Ramsey we Jaylen, talked about. Mm -hmm. well, Bobby Wagner's already gone. Mm -hmm. It seems like Leonard Floyd is a virtual certainty to leave via cut or trade or whatever. 
what do they want to do? There, there seems to be a lot more smoke coming from that building about them wanting to kind of look to the future as opposed to try to be very good in 2023. So I think if you'd have asked me a month ago, it sounded like things were aligning towards, all right, they're just going to kind of retool this thing. Mm-hmm. That there was enough stuff that went wrong last season that was out of their hands um, that okay, you're really not going to have that bad of a season again where you have this many offensive linemen go down. Stafford obviously is injured. Cooper Cup goes down. Uh, the schedule is as difficult as it was. Are you really going to have that many things go against you? I thought the moment Sean McVay decided, hey, I'm I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Does Sean McVay, I think automatically, you're saying, Sean McVay's not going to go into a rebuilding, right? Like, I'm assuming they're coming off, they won a Super Bowl, he's been to a Super Bowl, he's had so much success. Is he coming back with all the question marks that he had for a rebuild? So initially I would tell you, no, I don't think they are. How do you now not think that they're open to, I think what you just said, if things work out for us to go left, we'll go left. But if things also work out for us to go right, we're okay with going right. Um, I I guess I now would not be shocked or surprised at all that they kind of not punt on the 2023 season, but use the 2023 season to really prepare for 2024. I, I, I think so. And, and I'm glad you brought up McVeigh because I agree with you. When Sean McVeigh, at the end of the season, when all the rumors started coming up about, hey, is he leaving is he going to go take a hiatus is he going to go to tv is he just you know is he burned out right and it seemed very very real i think we were all kind of on the same page he's far more likely to leave than come back well it turns out he came back um i think there is a difference here i think there's a big difference between going into a season having really high expectations and being terrible that's what happened to the Rams last year. The Rams were supposed to be good. The Rams were the defending Super Bowl champion, and it seemed very unlikely that they would have a bad team. They did. That's a that, that's a worst w- record post Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- that's a weight that weighs on you. Like what what happened? Why is that's different than going into a season's thinking? Looking, this may be a rough year. We, we're we're in a transition year. We're we're looking to twenty twenty four and going into it knowing that hey. We might win five or six games. Mm-hmm. It's different than thinking you're going to win 12 and you win five. It's it's just a different weight on your shoulders going into that. And if he's made that adjustment in his mind, I don't know if a rebuild slash look to the future isn't a more palatable thing for a year or two knowing that it's coming. And, and, and it does feel like that's what's happened because – I've heard little whispers and little rumbles from the people that I talk to in this universe that's like, look, every everybody is available. And I would say, well, what about this guy? Yeah, what what part of everybody don't you understand? <laughs> everybody. And it's like, nah. And then all of a sudden you start to hear all these little things, and it does feel like they're right on the tipping point of, look, if everything breaks exactly perfectly, we'll give it a shot. But the second we think that this is the better option to look to the future, we're going to do it. And moving from Matthew Stafford would certainly mean we're going in that direction. Yeah, it seems like there's a new name every week. It seems like there's a new, instead of you know the Rams being aggressive about going to get guys, it's more the current players that they have what can we get for them? They're, right, they're the exact opposite of what they used to be. And and it's and, and by the way, this it's okay. Maybe this also just comes with the reality of the situation. We go back to this and we say it. they cashed in on one. They won a freaking Super Bowl two years ago. Okay, so so 
whatever you do moving forward, no one can really complain about. What they could do is say to themselves, all right, well, we got that Super Bowl. We thought we were going to come back and compete, and there was real- the cold water was poured right over our head. It's like, you don't have the depth. This and this. You're one player away from all of a sudden things kind of churning. We're winning five games. <laughs> so now they're looking to say, all right, maybe we got to work on that foundation again. We got to reset that concrete and then go from there. What do you want, Rams fans? Do you want to, hey, let's, let's try to run it back and hope that we have better luck? Or... Hey, let's uh, look to the future. 877-710-ESPN. Hey, did you see with Taylor coming up next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Carlo had a night at the uh, South Bay Lakers last yeah, night that I want to talk about in a little bit. That's uh, pretty cool. He, he should have made it. but He we'll, got the we'll, opportunity. We'll, we'll, we'll bring Carlo in in just a little bit. What do you got for us today, Taylor? All right, guys. Did you see that students with higher levels of school spirit perform better academically, are more civically engaged, and are happier in general than their less spirited peers? So, Travis, why is your college the best school in Southern California? Have you ever been to the campus? I haven't, no. So that that's the answer. It is literally the campus for my alma mater, UC Santa Barbara, is on the ocean. There, there's, there's not like, oh, it's close to the beach. It's on the beach. You walk out of my dorm room and you had your toes in the sand in five Jeez. minutes. Okay, it is sitting right there. It's in Santa Barbara. So that's a pretty tough putt to beat. Anyway, it's highly academic. That they, your your academic standards are very high, so you have to compete with other very bright and, and ambitious young people. There is all these things. Now, when it comes to our athletics, we have teams. <laughs> we 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 have a basketball team. We have a soccer team. Their jerseys. Our, they have their own colors. Our baseball team is pretty good this year. Yeah. Swept the Oregon Ducks. Beat mm-hmm. Pepperdine the other night. Um, act. Athletics, not super popular at Santa Barbara, but the location and Solid the nickname too. are a great... You know how many Division One teams there are called the Gauchos? Mm, I'm going to guess one. One. Mm. I like that. Um, all right, San Diego State, here's the pitch. San Diego, California, pretty cool place. Not a bad spot. Kind of central to SD as well. So you're like 15 minutes from downtown, 15 minutes from Pacific Beach, 15 minutes from the ocean. Um, San Diego State's a f- really fun school. You have more students than you possibly need. The basketball yeah, it's much bigger than I think people it's realize. Huge. I think they have like at some point there was like eighty or thousand eighty or ninety thousand applicants and they took eight thousand. Ooh, ten percent. So it is uh it is and they're much smarter than they were when I was there. There's some good looking people that go there? San Diego is a really nice place. I mean, Alan Sliwa. Let's, Let's keep it that way. <laughs> You'll notice I left that off my list. <laughs> <laughs> just just saying. Okay, on on top of all that, basketball program is pretty good and it's on campus. Yeah. So you can kind of enjoy Great that. Arena. You said it. You new said it on Saturday. Stadium? New football stadium needs a little work. The program needs to do a little Maybe bit better some on shade. that department. Maybe a little shade every once in a <laughs> it's while. It's in San Diego and you play in September. And probably the, to get out and of probably the, the best in the final pitch, there's 
48 taco shops within one mile of campus. Yeah, it's tough to decide between those two. Yeah, can That's I can pitch. I add one thing I forgot to mention? Let's go. The 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 little town directly north of campus, Isla Vista, is like 85 percent students. And it's its own little environment where lots of fun stuff happens, and very little things come out, very little things go out, and it's just it's. If you're anything like me, it's what you're looking for as a 19, 20 year old. Let's put it this way: I don't think anybody that went to Santa Barbara, or San Diego State, was complaining. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Okay, guys. Next up, did you see the average driver travels more than fourteen thousand miles per year and has just a one percent chance of getting pulled over? So, Slee, what? When's the last time that you got pulled over, and have you ever gotten out of a ticket? I got pulled over like six months ago. Did you really? Yeah. Speeding? Yeah. Yep. I deserved it. Did he write you up? He wrote me up. And I, it's kind of funny. I, I'm freeway, surface streets? Freeway, driving down to San Diego, was kind of in a hurry for something. I don't know what the hell I'm in a hurry for, but. Um, How fast? I was he, it after the tire thing? <laughs> he clocked me uh, 80. Really? 80. Yeah. I was going faster, but he put he wrote down eighty, so I got to go to traffic school for it. I got to do it by the time right. May traffic is, school may do comes that online around. or what? Yeah, do it online. It's not so bad. Um, is eighty the threshold for reckless? Right. He put me at eighty. I was going fast. I was probably going eighty five, but, but he put saying, me at eighty. He might have been done doing. Were you favor. in Lady Slee's car? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Yep. In Lady Slee's car. That car goes eighty five. It feels like it's going thirty. Yeah. I, no idea. <laughs> but, but but here's the funny thing: when I got pulled over. I don't know how you guys are on that. I guess as I get older, I'm much less to try to maybe negotiate something. I'm, I had my I had registration, I had my license. I'm like my my bad man, and he went behind the car, did his thing, you know, everything else. Have I got out of tickets? I have. When I used to work at Kennedy Recreation Center, right from 16 to 20 years old, I was working for the city. It was the city of El Cajon. I, the shirt we wore was the city of El Cajon shirt. So instantly they ask, where do you work? I work at this Kennedy Records and this, that. Okay, slow down. Make sure you stop at this stop sign where the case is. And they, a couple times that happened, they let me go. Hasn't happened recently. should keep that shirt on. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Still have a Kennedy shirt on walking in. Um, I, I have never gotten out of a ticket. I, it's been a long time since I've gotten stopped knocking on wood right now. Um the this may even have been the last time i was maybe 24 or 5 um i was driving from la to phoenix with my mom we were driving i forget why we were headed out that way but my mom and i were making the drive from la to phoenix and we're in the middle of nowhere like that stretch of desert between blythe california and quartzite arizona there's nothing Mm -hmm. there right it's like a 30 mile gap there's nothing there i'm driving along and i see an arizona uh state trooper i think is what they're called there up ahead of me and, and so I'm, I don't know how fast I was going, 75, 80, something like that. But I can see him in the distance. I see the lights on the car. I'm like, okay, I'm not just going to blow by the guy at 80. So I start slowing down and he starts slowing down. So I slow down a little more. He slows down a little more. So the next thing you know, we're going 50 on the freeway in the middle of nowhere. So I'm like, okay. So finally I'm like, I'm going to go around this guy. And I pull out and I get back up to speed at like 65 or 70 or whatever it is. Yeah. He pulls right in behind me, lights me up. And... I get out of the car, and he says, why are you going so slow? I'm like, what? Why are you driving so slow? You were going 48 miles an hour on the freeway. I'm like, because you practically stopped in front of me. That's why. It's like, well, I didn't have my lights on. You should have gone right around me. <laughs> Lose I'm the like, attitude. I'm like, I, 
I, you're a cop. I'm not just going to race by a cop in the middle of nowhere. He goes, why are you oh, yelling at me? If, if, That's if what you I would have said if, if I'm in. If I don't have my lights on, I'm just another car on the road. And I'm, I'm looking at him like, you know and I know what's going on here. You know I'm not coming out here to fight this. I'm in the middle of the damn desert. I'm not coming back to Arizona to quota. do this. He's trying and to hit his, a uh, So he's, he's writing me the damn ticket, right? He has me get out of the car the whole thing. He's writing me the damn ticket on the hood of his car. That's a buck. And he says to me, he goes, you ever fish? I'm like, what? Do you ever go fishing? I'm like, no, I don't fish. He, he goes, oh, that's you? too bad because there's a great little spot right over here that when the water runs, I'm like... Yeah, that's that's great. Can oh okay. my god, he just, was, he was, I thought he was gonna do a bait joke. Like, oh, he I was, was just baiting you. Bored as hell. That's what he was. <laughs> do you want to go fishing right now? He was, had nothing going on. <laughs> One of the best friends. Awful. One so no, Susan. To your point, Slee, Susan is a, a nurse, and she and you know when she's on the road more often than not, she's coming or going to work. She's in her scrub. She's got her IDs. Yeah, she has gotten out of a ticket on more. She than should one just occasion. wear that to restaurants too. She, I, I always said, clip your badge to the rearview mirror. She she's. She's Jeff Gordon, basically, when she gets behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> I have gotten pulled over once. I did not get a ticket that time. Uh, I I think I had expired, like, sticker. Like, you know, how you have to put the sticker on every month or the whatever. The card? Yeah. Once yeah. a year. Yeah. Once yeah, a year. yeah. So I, I had the wrong year up or something. It fell off. I, I told the guy, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I think it fell off. Like, I had it before. And he, he saw that my registration was up today. So he's like, yeah, go ahead. So I haven't had any of that issues. But I have gotten stopped. I have gotten a ticket from a, like a like a camera, like a robot oh, camera yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And DC, that. there's like one area where if you go over whatever, mm-hmm. and that's just straight numbers. And yep. I was like, okay, You got whatever. one of those? Yeah, I have. You try to fight it. I'm like, are you sure it was me, sir? There's, there's a your photo of you. <laughs> Smiling, could have been trying to get by this <laughs> Mission Impossible situation. Somebody had a Sliwa mask on. <laughs> Here is the funny thing is when she said about her registration, I could see her dad having all those cars there. It's like 1998 stickers. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why Just the hell am I, one off yeah, why the hell am I gonna pay for this? Why not? Dodgers and Padres. We've talked a lot about them. It's gonna be a great race in the NL West. And Slee, I did a little head to head. I don't know if I'm as excited about this season as I was a couple of weeks ago. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.